What's up, everybody, and welcome to Multi Goodness. I am but one of your hosts, Chris Tootin, sitting next to Kyle Banky. Yeah, and I did say sitting because Kyle, yeah. we're actually we're, we're together again. This we is, are. This is fantastic. We I'm, are. I'm looking deeply into your eyes as we're oh, about God. to drink beer. <laughs> no, um, but we are recording together today. We are. Um, Live and on scene from the new abode. I know I've talked a little bit mm-hmm, about the, mm-hmm. uh, the house that moved into, but actually officially here. So, yeah. And that includes all the sounds that might come with it. So, you might hear the dogs interacting with us a little bit today. Yeah, yeah. Um, Karina is actually out of town for work right now. So, mm-hmm. therefore, I got dropping stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the dog, we, we have hardwood floors and you can tell right now with the dogs. But hey, yeah. we're trying a new recording studio and I think it's going to work great. Yeah. Um, so, hey, Kyle, with that, remember, um, how are you doing today, by the way? I'm doing good. Asked I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm pumped for this episode because uh, it reminds me of home. But yeah, but, you know, yeah, we'll get into that in just a second. I, I know we like to jump the gun a little bit sometimes, but no. Hey, remember, listeners, you can stay up to date with all things multi goodness on our website multigoodness.com or on Instagram at multi goodness podcast or on Facebook at multi goodness. And more importantly, you can consult the beer list and know what yeah. not not only what we're drinking, but you mm-hmm. can make sure that we're. Uh, you're fact checking us on different things. So, yeah. in fact, Kyle and I, we actually consulted the beer list before we even started the show mm-hmm, today because mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure we were clear on something. And that was that this episode today is super special to Kyle. This is actually the second one we'll have done this season, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shocking. But, yeah. Kyle, we're uh, we're going back up north to Wisconsin, aren't we? Yeah, we're doing another Wisconsin episode. Yeah. yeah. We, we kind of we, we did one at the beginning of the season. Now it's time to do one yeah, yeah. towards the end. Yeah. So um, you picked up these beers. I did. So I'm super pumped about these. I know you I know you are because you obviously yeah. always bring a good repertoire of beers. Um, yes. So what, uh, what are we going to be drinking today? Today we are kicking it off with a new brewery to the show. Um, this is Barrel Forty One Brewing Co. This is out of Nina, Wisconsin, um, which is you know about ten ten minutes north of my hometown. Nina, Nina, that's Nina. what I always think of. I know we we've been on another brewery from Nina. I feel like, um, though. I don't know. I'll consult the beer uh, list while yeah, you're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I'm just. I'm uh, just... technically, we have yes. Um, yeah. that would be Moose's Fuzzy Brews. Oh um, yeah, okay. Yeah, which was the uh, the home brew we did. Yeah, two yeah, of yeah. them actually. In mm-hmm. fact, season two, I believe we did those. Um, let me consult. I have it up right now. I'm just uh, season you. one. Ah, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to test you and all your internet knowledge. Um, this is Sherbert and Ernie, which is a milkshake IPA. Great name, by the way. A really great name. Among um, other things. That that's part of the reason why I picked it up. This thing is part super of the neon. Which, yeah. By the way, because I'm I'm sitting across the table looking at it, and I'm just like I've gotten so used to this being like a this looks like a hot girl summer beer, and I mean that like it just looks like something that would. The colors and everything just go along with it. So yeah, for sure. Um, but so, yeah, this this is a cool looking beer for sure. I, I w- could not tell you what type of beer it was by looking at just yeah. what I'm seeing right now. So yeah. we'll dig into to branding here in a little bit. But um, do you want to crack into it? Yeah, let's do it. Because we got glasses. Sixteen we got, ounce. We got can. empty glasses. So we do. Let's do it. Ooh, oh, that was a good one. That was a really wish, good one. I mean, our listeners will hear that, but unfortunately, I wish that um, I wish that. I wish that you had gotten a little closer on that one, which ironically enough, I'm going to go and call you out on this one, Kyle. Unfortunately, you don't have a stand today. So Kyle is pouring the beer as I'm going to be talking about it a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, and Ben's over to, to, to go into the mic. But so as he's pouring it into the glass, so the first one he poured, which um, is we're both rocking some some high some goblets. I guess these are goblet glasses. Goblets. Um, yeah. Man, the head retention on this thing is insane. Yeah. Like this is that when you cracked it, I would not have known that this was like going to be a 
IPA per se. I would almost yeah. think this is going to be like a sour. And also looking at the glass, that's what I think. Yeah. Murphy's going to town on this toy. Mm-hmm. I gave mm-hmm. her to, to keep her quiet, which clearly is backfiring right now. But hey, um, but yeah, or a saison, like something that that has high carbonation. This definitely is um is not looking like an IPA per se. Yeah, but. it definitely isn't. Um, Chris, a little trivia. Mm-hmm. This is not the... By the way, I got beer snacks today, Kyle. And yeah. you can see it. And so yeah, I'm yeah. trying hard not to like crunch on it really loud. But <laughs> we're just going to have all kinds of sounds coming at you yeah. today, listeners. Sorry so. if you hate food noises. Yeah. Beer trivia. Um, so on the beer list, Chris, this is not our first milkshake IPA from Wisconsin. Um, this is actually our second. Do you know? Do you remember the first one? It was the... Um, I want to say... Well, no. Shoot. Not milkshake beer or milkshake... Milkshake IPA. Oh, Shoot, I was going to go with the malted milk ball one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wait, hang on. It may come to you. Season one, by the way. First season. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it's, I, it's it's right on the tip of my tongue. Like, I, I, I can picture... No, go ahead and, t- no, go ahead and tell me. I... Uh, Tiki Milkshake from Untitled Art. Ah. So, the very first Untitled Art we featured on the show. Interesting. Uh, I always forget that yeah. we featured them early in... The, you're right. Yeah. Season one, which... Again, thanks to Modern Hop for bringing them down here. Yeah. Because they're obviously always putting out some pretty good stuff. So Yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, the head retention on this is massive. It's still hanging around, too. I was about too. to say, um, you still have a good bit in the, the can because yeah. it was one of those that almost makes it hard to pour it yeah. into the, the glass because you're right, you can't, like you have a lot left in the can because yeah. of the head retention. It, it does have the consistency of uh, like ice cream, though. Like a milkshake. Oh yeah, good point. Um, which is it's which is pretty cool. IPA. Um, and it is a milkshake IPA. Um, nope, finger yeah. trick. Oh, you're doing that finger trick. I'm doing the uh, the way worse one. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna do what. I mean, I say you're not supposed to do, but yeah. do you ever just? I mean, when when you're really impatient, you really want to dig into a beer. You just yeah. don't drink the foot, drink the foam anymore. Yeah. I mean, it is a milkshake IPA after all. So yeah, very hoppy. That's true. I was about to say we can go and talk about aroma yeah. though. My nose wow. is gonna get nice and. Nice and uh, a, little, yep. a little extra yep. there. I got napkins. We're good. <laughs> um, yeah, very hoppy. So that's that's the first inclination I get that it is an IPA, obviously, when you dig in. I mean, it's got that the hop aroma for sure. There's no there's no doubt that this is going to be a, an IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, a lot of, uh, I, I want to say Citra, Chris. Um, <sighs> Sorry, I had to go ahead. And that sounds like I was taking a sip, but I'm not going to count that as a sip <laughs> because it was really just all foam. Um <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I get a lot of citrus, and that's maybe just my nose. But it's hard um, trying to dig through this foam. I don't want to take like a spoon to do it. But yeah, yeah okay, I'm gonna take your word for it. I do sure. get like a, a very bright hop of sorts. I don't get. It's not like a piney type aroma. It's definitely yeah. like a yeah a more citrus forward kind of kind of hop. So yeah, because which, I'm holding my microphone as well, Chris. I did uh, for the first time ever. I've talked into the the glass rather <laughs> than the microphone. So that like, was fun. Looking like yeah. MC Kyle over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's fun. It's 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 a common thing. I'm I got both my hands full right now between the crackers I'm, or the pita chips I'm eating and the uh, the beer. So, I yeah, I'm trying to. You, ooh, hang on. I did get a little dankness this last time when I yep. went in. The first time I was getting nothing but like citrus, but now I could not tell you if this was gonna be like a like a New England. I say because mm-hmm. even milkshake IPAs they technically kind of have a style. They're not always yeah. they're not always truly out of the IP, IPA category. They are kind of one or the other, but yeah, it kind of has given me that a, a feeling of like a West Coast now in the second kind of going in for the aroma. So 
You you dug in. I did. Okay. I did take a sip. Man, I actually your, did get beer. How was yours going down already? Mine was mine's well, oh, mine's getting there. I, I did uh for our listeners, um the old college trick. Uh you take your finger and you rub it on your, your forehead, you get a little oil on your mm-hmm. forehead, and then you touch the top of the foam and it, it dissipates it. Good all. call. Good call. Uh, yeah. Um so it, flavor is delicious. Um it, it is uh it is very bright flavor um and I, I will say this this is probably we push this probably to the the point where we almost probably maybe mm-hmm. in like a m- couple weeks shouldn't have had this on that's the show. true because we we you had this one i remember you got it from wisconsin not even the last trip you went up there you Christmas. actually got it from yeah okay but i think it's fine what'd you say the abv was on this one like uh, six five, and a half six and a half okay yeah. so it's it's interestingly enough, you know, it's you're right. It's kind of the low end of what a lot of IPAs are nowadays. Yep. But but I do agree with you that we're sitting here probably on the threshold of where we would want to drink it. Yeah. Um, my first take at the aroma is definitely that it's got like a kind of a West Coast vibe to it, like I was thinking. Sure. Which is I kind of like because I think Kyle, I don't know what it is. I think they're growing on me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I've been digging it. Obviously, we've we've been working with um, a brewery close by to us which maybe you know we'll we'll have a chance to talk yeah, yeah. to talk to later on in the season yeah. and uh they obviously we picked up some triple ipas from them recently and yeah. obviously the the they're they did a triple ipa west coast style and yeah. so i've been digging that i think that that kind of got me in intrigued with west coast again so i've kind of been looking at some different ones i think i picked up a few this last week to, to try so yeah um anyway that's my my diversion to yeah, say yeah, yeah. That i might might start trying to dig back into west coast a little bit yeah it um it's still very citrus uh, uh, forward, and it, you do get a, a good mouthful of uh, of uh, hop as well. Mm-hmm. It, it is very, very hoppy, but um, this also has lactose in it as well, yep. so it does have a little bit more creamy of a mouthfeel. Yep. Um, a little bit and I got it on decadent. this last one. That's actually why I was literally, I was wondering if you were going to say it, because literally on this last sip, I definitely got the, I wasn't sure if it was lactose. I know normally that's what it is. Um, Oh, there it is. The warning contains lactose. Contains um, lactose. But yeah, I got it on that last one. You're right. Kind of got that mouth, that milkiness that kind of comes along with these. Yeah. So, which is different than like hazy IPAs, which a lot of time utilize oats to, to give them yeah. their haze. And a lot of people confuse the texture of that with lactose. Lactose is, in, in my opinion, lactose kind of changes the ever so slightly the flavor of the beer just a little bit as well yeah yeah, yeah. it definitely has a, a small effect on it as well but i will say this it's been sitting for a little bit in the first drink i you know got a lot of hops i'm starting to get a little bit more complexity to this as well mm-hmm. as it's mm-hmm. sitting yeah for sure. um and it's it's almost picking up a little bit of sweetness as well like uh just a small tiny mm. bit yeah there, somewhere yeah it's i agree with you a little bit it's and I think it's a reminder, our daily reminder to beer drinkers that hey, you should definitely even IPAs, see what see what happens if you let it warm up a little bit. Don't yeah. always drink ice cold. Um, typically, you know, I will say that yeah, they're gonna be better ice cold ish or at least cold. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, of beer what shouldn't should only be consumed like forty degrees. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not even supposed I mean, to be super. A lot cold. of beers since they do originate from like English styles, we've we've talked about it. You know, it's. Yeah. It's not just English styles that are better consumed at like a lower or at a higher temperature. It's literally um, all beers kind of their characters really you really start to get a little more character into the beer when you let it warm up a little bit. So for sure, um, IPAs are no exception. At the same time, you don't want to ne- necessarily let them maybe you don't want to drink them pub 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 style fifty degrees yeah. or whatever that is that they usually say pub uh, those types of beers are consumed at. But um, you are going to get some more like nuances in the beer. I will say, yeah. 
Um, nice, nice, like kind of. We didn't talk color, but a nice, no, like kind of orange, kind of uh, a little cloudy. Yeah. Um, but not like not like a haze. I was trying to see. Yeah, it looks like there's a few floaties in there, which is you know, I think that's it's starting to be, in my opinion, like a a sign of a not a hazy beer per se, but like a of a lot like a bottle conditioned usually. Yeah. Uh, or can conditioned maybe in this case, but also just some of the elements of what they put in there. Lactose isn't normally going to be what you see in there. A lot of times it'll either be the yeast or um, some of the like adjunct particles. But this one, I, I feel like it's probably just from, because it's really not a whole lot. Don't let, don't let me, I'm making this sound like there's a lot of particles in the glass, but there's really not. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I really like the color on this one. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of like orange juice, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's not quite that bright yellow yeah but it's it's kind of it's it's more on the yellow side mm-hmm. than it is on head still hanging around too which is yeah which is great well yeah. now it's actually looking like a good you know this is like oh yeah this is like a perfectly yeah. headed beer headed beer headed beer um one thing i'll throw out to chris mm. uh we did have another brewery from nina i remember okay. while we were chatting uh like lion's it's... tail uh, ah yeah yes uh, so uh we had their Oktoberfest. Which was uh, the second Wisconsin. Correct. Or maybe not, actually. Take like the back. That was not a Wisconsin episode. That was literally just a uh, yeah. that was our, our, our Oktoberfest issue. Yeah. We've dabbled in, obviously. We, we try and feature Wisconsin pretty heavily in, in different episodes. We've just done, what, three, I think we determined, three exclusive Wisconsin episodes prior to today. So yeah, this is going to be the the fourth one officially. But mm-hmm. oh, Whiskey wants to say hello to you. He's going to give uh, you a little Maltoberfest was the episode. I believe all of those were actually uh, Wisconsin beers. If I'm if I'm oh. not if I'm not remembering. So we just uh, didn't call it that. Yeah. Well, yeah, shoot, yeah. the beer list made a liar out of us. Maybe it did. Yeah. So you might be right actually, because I think that was the differentiating. We typically like to do that October episode, so that might have been something we were doing a little different this time around. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, the I think that they the malts coming you know I, I want to get back to what we used to say we were going to talk about which is like kind of go through these whole like list but malts obviously a little, little bit there um, the beer is a little more a little bit more malt forward than mm-hmm. maybe I expected it to be especially in a lot of that maybe it's because it's a milkshake style so I'm really just trying to pick out all those the different flavors that yep. you wouldn't would normally see um, but yeah we've talked a lot about the hops I feel like that. Definitely very citrusy on the aroma and very kind of piney on the flavor. Yeah, Citra, Mosaic, and Nelson Savin. Savon. Savon. Yeah. It's like a, I always think it's like a French, but I think that's like a New Zealand hop, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's a very versat- versatile hop. Yeah, it is. Um, I We should talk about cans. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Um, this is a 16-ounce can, uh, matte finish uh, sticker, um, and it wraps almost the entire can. There's a small sliver where it doesn't. Um, but it is a gradient uh, beer from top to bottom. We're going yellow, orange, pink. P- uh, yellow, orange, I'm gonna peach, go pink. Think, think a drink is Tequila Sunrise. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me. Other than the pink at the bottom. Yeah. I feel like we're a Tequila Sunrise. I don't have too many. I just have seen those drinks on the beach. Yeah. The, basically, the top half of the can and up is literally looks like that in a glass. Um, and then literally... The bottom is like a bright, almost like a neon pink. What it reminds me of is PCB for spring break, which oh yeah, you probably didn't do airbrush a whole lot shirts up, but yeah, stuff. the airbrush shirts. I was gonna say this reminds me of like that that base that you get behind the, the yeah, white yeah. that your sunset would be oh, drenched yeah. in. Um, and de- it definitely has that look to it. Definitely looks like air airbrush daydream. I always think of there was a beer that a uh, Red Brick slash Atlanta oh, yeah. company did yeah. that. I always think of that one. So I, l- I do really like the can. I like the colors they use. It's very, it catches your attention. For it sure. does. 
Um, at the top, it's a little smaller text that says proudly brewed in Nina, Wisconsin. Um, and then in a arch uh, text, it says Sherbert and Ernie with a small little tiny picture of, of, uh, Bert and Ernie, um, Wait. which oh is cool. Gosh. Yeah, it does. Um, does it have to have like, I guess, but it's a silhouette. Yeah, it is. It's not yeah, officially yeah, yeah. them. So, um, and then, uh, ABV six and a half milkshake IPA. And then a nice little, uh, kind of wheat symbol looks very familiar almost like ours um with the craft oh. craft brood um and then with their barrel 40 41 logo at the bottom you might have already said this but what's under the m um or what's kind of around the m and milkshake uh it looks like smoke like it's coming out of like a train like sesame street you know it's interesting because Maybe? they've got logos i'm looking at it on tap because i was specifically kind of looking at something about their branding and it, it doesn't have it on here okay so that's why i was like interesting did we get a, a like a now that competition? I'm, now that can? I'm looking at that, I think that's a defect. To be honest, maybe yeah. I think that's. I actually don't think that that's meant to be there. So we got um, a rare one. Yeah. So I kind of like that. <laughs> we got a holographic yeah, Charizard, say, and we got the the defective uh, holographic one. So looking at their branding online, I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing. I, which first of all, their top rated beer is um, cinnamon roll crunch. Ooh, uh huh. But it looks like just looking at some of these, I'm just showing you yeah. some ones. What I like what they do, it seems like they do this um, with every single one of their beers where they kind of have the name of the beer in a half circle yep. kind of font. And then the image where, in this case, it was a silhouette of what we would assume is Burton Ernie. Burton Ernie. Hey, yeah. we can't say it. Remember that first episode we did where we didn't want to say Super Bowl? Now we're just like Super Bowl. Super whatever. Bowl. You never the know. big game. We didn't. Yeah, the big game. We didn't know if they were going to be <laughs> listening to our yeah, yeah. multi goodness podcast. NFL comes after NFL. Us, so. Yeah, Roger Goodell. He's got. Hey, this last weekend. Anyway, yeah. we'll get back to that. Probably sure. Since we're talking about Wisconsin beers, we yeah, gotta yeah. talk about the team Wisconsin. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk about it. But later. uh, but yeah. So interesting. I like the way they kind of change that silhouette out with different things based on the beer. So it's just yeah. it's little nuances about this one. It's definitely growing on me as I'm looking at some of their different brandings. They got one called Cookie Dough Spoon, which is literally um, that's awesome. The cookie has replaced Burton Ernie, and then even the line that's below Burton Ernie, which you probably didn't even notice before, it's been a spoon. So it's that's like cool. some cool, some cool branding. It looks like they use some really subtle colors too, yeah. which is underrated in my opinion. I mean, if you look just through some of these, I mean, there's like some interesting shades of brown. It's very yeah. muted, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also very eye-catching at the yeah, same yeah. time and very sophisticated. Yeah, and they do a very minimal, uh, minimal design on the yep. can. Not a, not a lot going on. Um, which I like. I think it. I think it works really well, uh, especially with the color for this one. Um, that's what caught my eye in the first place. Was the color? Yeah. Was the um, color, and then uh, literally read Sherbert and Ernie, and I was like, okay, I have to get it. And like I don't, I don't, you know, I have to get it. And then I turned around, uh, and uh, and you know, four fifty yeah. for a can. Um, uh, th this is definitely the type of can that it would draw yeah. my eye, and I would at least look at what it is. I might immediately say, nah, milkshake yeah. IPA, not for me, whatever. Yeah. But it would definitely. Between the name and the color, I would definitely um, be attracted to this beer. I was just yep. looking at some of their other beers. They actually have a, another one called Stoob's Bloobs. Stoob's Bloobs. Which is also a milkshake IPA. That's awesome. Yep. Looks like they, they can that one. Man. Right, just dropping the, really dropping the bones. Drop these. Yeah. Um, they're just like, we want some beer. But no, don't. Hey, listeners, as a reminder, you shouldn't give beer to dogs. Yeah. Because of the hops. Hops, yeah. But the malts are perfectly fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, overall, I mean, really look, really digging the uh, the can design on this one. So do you feel like this distribution I know for them is probably limited to mostly Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure all three of today's uh, beers, I believe, are only available in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, um, and then... Have you been? So have you had a chance to go to their tap? I haven't. No, um, the, it was new to me. Uh, they're relatively new, and when I saw this, I was like, "Oh yeah, Barrel Forty One. I I know the name, but I've never had anything from them. So this is my first beer from them. Um, I definitely want to check them out next time I go back because uh, you know it is only a ten minute drive away from from yeah. where I stay typically. So um, yeah. Uh, final thoughts, Chris, on this one. So so I'm I'm thinking about this one because obviously in the milkshake ipa category i've had some really good milkshake ipas and so this one's getting high points for me in the branding department um actually it's getting all points for me and i'm saying like it's getting full points there no loss uh the the flavor maybe is degraded just a little bit with the with the months i mean i don't want to say exactly this one's not old it's just also not new yeah so i mean we probably not aren't getting like the most accurate take on the flavor sure um but like I said, I'm kind of digging what to me kind of is a milkshake crossed with like a West Coast style IPA a little bit, even though it looks hazy. So it's kind of a lot of cool things in the glass. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with a 3.5 okay. on this one. Okay. Love the name. That's yeah. such a cool name. Uh, I am going to go 3.75. I think uh, the branding, um, again, to Chris's point, I, I don't think that we would, I, I, I think it would be interesting to try this again when it was mm-hmm. fresh. Um, just to see if anything changed. Um, yeah. but the branding on this one definitely pulls this beer straight, straight up there for yeah. me. Um, and I, I think the flavor is really good. Um, I would be interested to see if the flavor, um, is a little bit more complex, uh, if we had it a little fresher. True. Um, if there's a little, you know, a little extra kind of going on there that we're, we're losing out on. Yeah. Um, but yeah uh still 375 think it's a really great beer and uh and it's wisconsin beer yeah wisconsin beer. some of the best beer yeah cheers to barrel 41 and cheers sherbet sherbet sh- oh man sherbet sherbert and ernie but sherbert also all their beers yeah. cheers, Chris, we have a really great beer here that we're gonna we're gonna uh, open up next. Well, first of all, yeah. Then even if it wasn't based on what we're reading on the side <laughs> of it, it's it's beer, so it's yeah, always yeah. gonna be great beer. Yeah, it's beer. Yeah. Um, this one's from Fifth Ward. Uh, pups are fighting. Pups are fighting. Yeah. Fifth Ward uh, Brewing Company in uh, Fifth Ward Brewing Company in uh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. So my hometown. Ooh, uh, this is Oshkosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This was uh this brewery was started by two uh classmates of mine. So um, I'm gonna venture to say that you've been to this one. Oh yeah. Okay, so oh, two yeah. classmates. Um they were we went to high school at the same time. They were, I think, a year older. Um mm. year older than me. Um, but really cool guys. Um and they, they started this place uh downtown uh in uh on Main Street. Um and it's a pretty cool spot, um, but we're having their Burl Brown, okay, which is a cinnamon molasses brown ale. Oh, you said a lot of things in that sentence. Yeah, that yeah, I like yeah. brown ales are interestingly enough. Let's go and crack it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna open this one. So yeah, you ca- and I brought my opener. So you have use of your hands. Yeah. By the way, what is this opener, Kyle? It's a state of Wisconsin bottle opener. Um, 
Ooh. Little metal bottle opener shaped. In this is a state. bottle, so it's obviously sometimes depending on the carb levels. Yeah. yeah. Your glass first. I like to pour the other glass first. I poured mine the first time. Um, Rude. Yeah, while Chris is pouring this, um, yeah, they uh, they opened up a couple of years ago. Um, they've been doing a lot of really cool stuff, um, and they opened up, uh, you know, uh, like I said, on Main Street, but just down the road is where uh, the Bucks Triple uh, uh, A, I think, or their their feeder team basketball is. Um, so the arena's right there, mm. um, which is cool. Um, so you can go and grab a beer before the game and. Beer after the How game. How far is Oshkosh from Milwaukee, actually? About an hour and 25, hour 30. <clears throat> okay. Not too That's bad. interesting because obviously uh, with like the Hawks, for example, have their their facility is is like in, in that Brookhaven area. So that's why when you were yeah. saying that, I was like, it's interesting to me because I'm like, maybe Oshkosh is actually closer to Milwaukee than I realized. So, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So in, in the glass, obviously, this one is, is actually yours almost looks darker than mine. Yeah, a little way. bit. But but in the glass, it's obviously very dark. We don't we haven't had many brown ales on the show. We have not. I took a toy away from whiskey. Yeah. Man, the the dogs are gonna be the center point of this episode because like yeah. I said, we're trying something new here and they're clearly proving it works. But um, yeah. So with brown ales, which we haven't featured a whole lot on the show, it, it's an interesting style because you obviously have ambers, you have stouts, you have um, you have like what's the porter i was gonna i knew i was trying to think of the other one. you have these different styles that all kind of sit there right around the same color profile yeah and so browns for me always kind of get forgotten so the fact that we're <laughs> big playing over here seriously dude yeah. it's all good i'm gonna get that toy from him in a second yeah um but browns always get forgotten unfortunately in my in my did you find any i did we have we've had three um wow. so we've had the octopus brown ale from atlanta Brinko. We've had peanut butter jelly time from uh, that was Catawba. Good point. Um, and then uh, Hooter brown ale from Oyster City. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which that one, solid brown ale. Borderline imperial brown ale, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to get more of that in a few weeks. I'm yeah. going down Ooh, there. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so this one is yours. Like I said, it's just interesting to me because maybe, oh, well, now that I'm holding mine up to the, to the light, it actually does look darker. So yeah. it was just because I was looking at it from the top. But yeah. Really cool looking beer in the glass, obviously. Very thin layer of head around the mm -hmm. edge. Nothing really in the center. Um, but the aroma yeah. is really what, what we're all going to talk about a little bit here. Ooh. Because the aroma. So you have had this beer? I have. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to describe the entire thing, but man, yeah. that aroma is good. I, it's interesting because I smell the cinnamon, obviously. Yep. The molasses comes across as like super sweet. Yep. Almost, almost fruity in a way, which is interesting. And so. there, there's almost like a small kind of like burnt sugar kind of uh, feel going on, um, where it's 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 a little bit more less sugar and more of that kind of burnt characteristic that you typically see. Kind of like a caramelization effect, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I, I'm it, what I'm trying to. I'm thinking like wine elements here. It almost has like a dark berry, dark fruit berry type of sure. type of vibe to it just in the aroma which i think comes from that sweetness of the molasses a little bit mm -hmm. uh i'm it, it, it's, it's interesting like the I re, i'm loving this aroma i love cinnamon first of all it's a metabolism booster so nice yeah nice. it's got benefits it's, it's, a, got it's, benefits. it's a hard i've never actually used cinnamon in any of my home brews interestingly enough though because have you ever put cinnamon in coffee yeah chance okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the hardest thing with cinnamon is that did you know it's like corn. It really does not ever. It doesn't actually dissolve, mm -hmm. like because it's a, it's a yep. whatever it is. It just doesn't. So it's just. I mean, you you just can't always like get flavors infused and things a lot. Yep. 
because it just doesn't mix yeah. all the time. So. That's why a lot of a lot of uh, holiday drinks and stuff will soak cinnamon sticks in the mm-hmm. drink to get that oil off of it as well. Um, you got to think about the, holiday drinks. I love, love some good cinnamon infused. Mm. Hate Fireball, ironically enough, but nice. But I love cinnamon infused, like real. I could do Fireball all day. Ugh. I think my Delicious. my body's coming around to it a little bit more, but. This is not a whiskey podcast, yeah, yeah. even though we, we could talk about it from we time could. to time. Um, Chris, have you taken a sip? Because I've taken a sip and I've had many of these. Um, so I want to get your thoughts first before I start talking about it because I've, I've had a lot of them. Ooh. Ooh the Chris. Ooh. Mm. So, okay. First of all, yeah. it's it's definitely a brown ale. Mm-hmm. There's always an element, something about brown ales that you can always pick out. Yeah. And it's almost like it's a, a thinner, it's going to sound like I'm... Like I don't like the beer, which I haven't had. I've only had one sip, so I can't assess that yet. But there's like a thinner element to it that almost like the flavors are this the afterthought. The beer itself, it's more of just a, meant to be a beer to drink, which yeah. it's a brown ale. So it's like pale ales are really just that. They're yeah. pale colored ales. Brown ales are brown ales. They call mm-hmm. it what it is. Um, so I'm going to go back in for a second sip. Now okay. Okay. I definitely got the cinnamon, though. Sure. Yeah. Cinnamon comes through a lot. Um did a little mouthwash as little well, bit. which is yeah, just a little, little guy. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that cinnamon because it's not super strong either. Like, it's it's um there. Yeah. Actually, I feel like the molasses kind of comes through even more. This It almost tastes like a molasses beer in a way, which very much could be. That's an underrated uh, adjunct to put into beer. Yeah. So... And it's sugar, so it ferments. Yeah, uh, we forgot to mention that it's five point nine percent as well. Um, Does it say five point nine on? There? Yeah, five point. It's interesting because the bottle says five point eight. Have you noticed that recently? No. That a lot of bottles, and not just the Wisconsin ones. Little a lot of bottles I've noticed that like it's always one or two percentage points off. Yeah, and and with this one, I picked this one up in December, so uh, they could have very well brewed another batch, and it just turned out five point nine as well. Um, yeah, that, that I think the point nine version would yeah. be worth tasting. Yeah, I think I think we I think we have to do it. Um, but yeah, uh, they're saying that they start with uh, their robe, uh, their base of sixty percent toasted British uh, Mar- Maris, uh, Maris Otter Maris, Maris Otter. Otter I believe it's yeah, yeah, malt, um, which is cool. And on their website, by the way, as well, you can click on any of their beers, and it gives you really. Um, kind of everything they put in it from malts to hops oh, wow. to yeast and adjuncts are all listed out um, by brand as well, like or what style they're using, which is cool. I always like it when breweries do that on their website because, I mean, they're not giving away proprietary information no. per se. Cause I mean, it's the just thing the about, ingredients. You can yeah, make the thing about again. beer is that you could literally go, you can change the amounts of each of those and it's going to change the beer drastically. drastically because yeah. whether or not you realize it or not, is they're like a base malt, like a two-row or something in there. Uh, so... Uh, the one I mentioned, Flaked Oats, uh, 40L, uh, Carafa Special 2, and Chocolate Malt. So the Special 2, interesting that they don't have like a base malt. but yeah. So the thing about most dark beers that I feel like always intrigues me is that beers always are made up of a base of just like a sugar-bearing malt. So like a two-row pale malt. Yeah. And even like the darkest beers, like think uh, Imperial Stouts, are made up of like 50% of just like a light malt, which is literally if you just put it in beer and just made it by itself, it would be like a lager color. It'd be super light. And then what happens is you start adding some of the dark malts and that's where it gets its dark color from. Yeah. It's interesting that this beer, if it did have like a two row in it, mm-hmm. is literally just one 
chocolate malt additional way like if they just took that out it would be an amber easily like so in other words the malts really do change it so it's interesting like you can easily list all those on there and it's not going to give away the recipe of the beer by any means or even just the amounts they're putting in there like it could change it drastically yeah and they they even put um they're putting the molasses and the whole cinnamon sticks are added during the whirlpool as well um, which is cool um so they did do the the whole cinnamon stick to kind of infuse that cinnamon and to your point um it's it's not overpowering it's not that like really kind of spicy kind of cinnamon that kind of hits you a little bit. It's really mild, um, and it, really? I think it blends in really well with the rest of the beer. I almost feel like this is this has an element to it that remind me of, like, a winter warmer in a way. Yeah, yeah, It's because it's, it's just missing, like, that true, like, spice you get to it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it kind of has that, like, spiciness, to, or it kind of has that, like, it's there, but mild. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of winter warmers and winter spiced ales are both – they're made with a lot of spices, but then also like even they're added like later in the secondary fermentation because literally that's kind of how you add like a another element like that peppery. When you get like peppery, you kind of yeah. taste it in your mouth. This almost just has that first part like they added it in the boil in the whirlpool, but they didn't actually add it like too much of it later on to like so it's not like messing with my nose at all or anything like that. Yeah. It's not not too spicy. So yeah, kind of an interesting take. Which a lot of winter ales are brown. Yeah, for what it's worth. Very true. So, yeah, no, really good beer. I'm really liking the molasses in this. The more mm-hmm. I drink it, too, with the aroma yeah. kind of coming through. Yeah. Um, you want to talk bottle? Because oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's sitting in front of me. Yeah. Um, 12-ounce glass bottle. Most importantly, let me take one more sip. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's, mm. That is really good. I'm really liking that, actually. Um, yeah, so it's it's a 12-ounce bottle. It's got a half label. What? Yeah. Uh, two-third label. Yeah, we'll call two-third. It. Um, no turtleneck. No turtleneck. Um, there's one whole side of the bottle that you could look at, and you wouldn't even know it had a label because yeah. it's like since two-thirds. So I kind of like the minimalist approach because this reminds me of something I would do with like a homebrew. Like yeah. it's a really cool-looking uh, logo with Fifth Ward and kind of a calligraphic style. I always do this. Oh, you've got the hat on. I didn't I even do. realize that Cal did the little point to the hat. For yeah. me. So yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a hometown brewery for you, essentially, it is, though, yeah. too. So I like that. Um Fifth Ward in their kind of calligraphic font. Yeah. The use of the logo. Super cool. On your hat, I really like it, too, because it's got a, um, it's like got a border surrounding it, kind yep. of like a um, emblem, if you will, with a little hop just on the top, Yep. which looks like it is on their website as yeah. well. So Kyle's giving me all these little pointers, these little tips as I'm talking, <laughs> which is good because this is actually fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then under the logo, it's got a stylized and when i say stylized it's very stylized it's a like a, a the beer glass with um with so i see the cinnamon in the middle mm-hmm. and it looks like a lot of different imagery on here you've got some which is looks like i'm assuming molasses is on here somewhere yeah there's a molasses jar at the bottom yep. um you've got a scooper with i'm assuming this is i was gonna say grains kind of on the left side but a lot of imagery going on kind of yep. reminds me of like a polynesian type of type of imagery yeah and and it also kind of reminds me a little bit of like what you would what you would maybe expect from like a coffee label as well Mm, yeah Um, yeah. just kind of like that uh, you know kind of uh very minimal kind of outline kind of styled um illustration which is cool um yeah and i and i really like the brown that they chose too it's it's not like it's It's almost maroon in a way yeah it's not super dark it's not really light it's just a very neutral brown um yeah. which i which i dig as well and then kind of on both sides of the they kind of did a symmetrical thing on either side of the, yeah. the bottle i'm showing this to you even though yeah. you've seen it multiple times so you know <laughs> but obviously with the way they put burl brown um on both sides it's kind of white against the, the brown background in a serif font yep. and then 
vertically going up the side of the glass again on both sides symmetrical mm-hmm. has the cinnamon molasses brown ale um kind of tagline there so you know kind of what beer it is and some of the beer stats um they put srm on there as well which is they cool. did which is 23 so again it, i feel like brown ales are typically in that like 20 to 30 yep. range because it's, it's borderline it's not a stout by any means but i like what they did here i put whiskey outside by the way yeah. a little while yeah, ago yeah. so now he's barking to come inside man i'm telling you those dogs are going to dominate it, even if they're not around but <laughs> i like what they did from a graphic design perspective with uh burl brown because they laid it against the white. Yep. So it kind of just like bleeds yep, into it. It bleeds into it, but in the negative space. Gets yeah. I'm calling it negative space, but it literally gets created in f- from the uh, from the bottom of the yeah. l- the lettering there. So super yeah. cool logo. I do agree with you. The brown is, they kind of had to do make sure they did a slight maroon brown to, yep. to, to distinguish from the amber from the, the color b- bottle. bottle yeah. So that's a cool way that they did that. But like I said, minimalist, but a lot of information. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, price point on this is eight ninety nine a six pack. Um, okay. The typical Wisconsin pricing of you know, very very uh, south of ten dollars, um, which is awesome. Was like it's interesting because from a beer perspective, Wisconsin makes Georgia seem like the California of like the West Coast of <laughs> of, of pricing because yeah. literally everything is like I feel like so much more expensive from a beer perspective. Yeah, there. I was looking at it today because um, Monday night, three taverns released. Uh, their Earl Grey. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Lord Grey. Lord Grey, which yeah. I was gonna get, but mm-hmm. I'm like, it's fourteen dollars for a six pack of six ounce and a, or of twelve ounce cans. Which normally it's a good beer, but a couple we're dealing with a couple things here in the southeast right now, gas. which is gas. So I'm like, okay, so I'll have to get the beer. How so much like, gas am I gonna use? Exactly, which I've got a full tank right now, and beer is always worth it. But it's one of those things you have to like start thinking about. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, fourteen dollars. No, if that price point on that was like. 12 10 to 12 i'd be like oh 100 go do it but yeah, yeah. because it's that two extra dollars i'm like eh, meh i'm not gonna do it you yeah. know so it's just interesting i like i like the price points that that wisconsin seems to have on the regular so oh yeah yeah it's great um but yeah uh love the beer um chris do you want to maybe give some final thoughts on this guy and we can we yeah. can wrap this one up so for me this beer is is an easy drinker mm-hmm. six-pack test i actually feel like i'm gonna say yes on this one i yeah i do love a good dark beer um, but what I'm learning is that dark beers, you can't always just sit there and drink all of them you mm-hmm. know, all day long. But I feel like this one kind of you could drink in the winter and into the summer months, maybe yeah. not throughout the summer. Sure. Um, but I feel like it's an easy drinker, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. But 5.8 is a really good like ABV. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to go 4.25. Okay. Uh, again, I'm a sucker for cinnamon. Molasses mm-hmm. kind of gets me as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's one of those... It's a healthy beer, is what yeah. I'm going to call this. So of course, yeah, I got drink. Good it. for yeah. gut. Four point two five. Good. Like some of the branding, I I don't have anything bad to say about the branding. I don't love it as much as I loved Sherbert and Ernie. Sure, but I do love um, love what they've done on the, yeah. the, the bottle. I'm going to go for four point five. Uh, this is one of my staples when Homer. I get off. Yeah, when I <laughs> when I get off the plane, I go to the liquor store to pick up some some beer. I always pick up some of this every time i go home it's yeah. super delicious uh and and for me it, it's more uh i feel a little bit more connected to this brewery because uh one it's in my hometown and two i know the guys who own it uh, okay. personally so yeah, um it's it's pretty cool um to see them uh they've been doing a lot of really cool stuff um check them out their website they have uh, a ton of awesome beers by the way chris they have a doppelbach 
that they have Ooh, on tap a lot. Which I know um, gets your, your ears buzzing. Yeah. I do love a Doppelbach, to be honest with you, tri- which the elusive Triplebach as well sometimes you get. So. Yeah, um, super good. Uh, they also do a, a New England IPA as well as one of their, their yearly Course, called yeah. Haze It or Love It. Um, and then a Blondale, which is their 1869 as well. I feel like well. the Haze It or Love It is a good name for a hazy beer for you. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that's how you feel about a lot of hazy IPAs. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, 4.5. Um, you, you upped me again on the rate. I thought yeah. I was going to maybe get beat out on that rating. Ooh. I thought maybe I enjoyed it a this little bit more so than good. you did, but I like it. So uh, cheers. cheers to Fifth Ward. Cheers. Cheers. So even though it is the last beer of the night, yeah. I'm oddly excited about this last one because yeah, I, mean, yeah. I can tell the excitement <laughs> you're bringing to the table with this one. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. this is uh, the last one. This is actually from a brewery we have featured on the show once yeah. before. I, I, yeah. And it gets its namesake from the uh, from one of the airports there, the, the airport there in Wisconsin, yeah. or the big one, I will say, MKE. Yeah. MKE. Brewing. Yep. Um, what beer are we going to be drinking next, Kyle? We are going to drink MKE MVP. Okay. which is a hazy IPA. Oh. Um, this one I picked up uh, the most recent time I went home, so just a little bit ago. Okay. Um, picked up uh, a sixer of this and and brought some back um, for the show. Um, but this Did one... Did you already finish the other five, I'm assuming? I have one left. Okay. Save so them. I'm saving saving a little one here. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe for something uh maybe something's gonna happen soon. Yeah. And we'll okay. talk a little bit about that. But this is a uh, twelve ounce uh, bottle. Um but let's go ahead and just crack into it right away okay. and then we can we can Perfect. talk a little bit more. It's funny because Kyle's having to do it again. He's having to put down the microphone, but he's getting better at this because I feel like now he's well, he's still pouring. Ooh. Um yeah. These the bottles I do I love the way you're holding it by the way because that's a that's something that not a lot of people do with bottles they don't pour them right I feel like they but you, you have a very like aggressive pour a very like dominant pour and so I kind of appreciate the, about the way you pour that kind of whole handed yeah, yeah yeah sounds like sounds really weird yeah it does I feel yeah, like some pe- you know some people just kind of daintily pour yeah, it yeah, you yeah. know and I'm like no, nah we're going right we're in, going in so. um, we're going in yeah so in the glass this one's a little bit more orange col- in color then the finish it off man finish it off have it have it have the hazy the hazies always have a little oh, bit yeah. of a yeast probably at the bottom so it's okay but this one's a little bit more orange in color than the first beer we did sure yep um this one is definitely hazy the head retention is not there i say not as much it's kind of it, you poured it perfectly yeah yeah i'm gonna I'm give you credit where credit's yeah, due yeah. perfect pour it just it just doesn't have a whole lot of head retention so yeah interesting um definitely night and day from that first one we did the for sure journey. for sure but uh but yeah no super pretty beer in the glass a little less hazy than i would have yeah. thought it, it like the color is darker and it's a little less hazy than i feel like you're seeing with a lot of these hazy ipas nowadays yeah it, it reminds me of a lot like the the word that comes to mind is like nectar Right. Yeah. It, it almost it almost feels like that kind of like nectar of which uh, of I'm laughing. Fruit. I'm laughing because I literally had to look up the difference. I this is one of those random. I think I had had a few too many beers or something or whiskey the other night. Yeah, I was looking yeah. up the difference between juice and, and nectar. nectar. <laughs> and so I officially can tell you that nectar is typically juice oh, that's been God. mixed with uh, added to like sugar and everything, yeah, yeah, which yeah. 
I was like, damn, I was really hoping that nectar was like the, the pure, mo- the, the purest of the, yeah. the pure, but that's the no, one actually it's, sugar it's, added to it. But yes, juice. it reminds me of those like uh jum, 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 what's the ones you buy in the store? The, the, the ones that you can buy like from, um, like, Oh the yeah, yeah. I know what you're cans. talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like I the mango the nectar, name. the yeah. papaya nectar, yeah. like all, pineapple. Oh, love those. Cause selfishly I'm trying to make wine and I was like, can I do it with one of those? But anyway, so yep. when you said nectar, I was like, that's actually a great representation of you're right. What I'm, yeah, kind of seeing because it almost looks like it's a little bit more viscous in a way. For sure, if that's possible. Uh, aroma definitely comes off hop forward. Um, there, there's a good good amount of hop uh, presence juicy. there, uh, but very yeah, very juicy, very uh, citrusy, um, fruity, uh, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris went in for a very oh. it, that that is what you shouldn't do in chemistry class. Deep breathing. Yeah, no, you um, don't do it in chemistry. Yeah. But I'm you waft. Fairly you certain waft. that what is the ABV on this beer? Uh, this is five and a half. Okay, I'm fairly certain that this one's not going to kill me, but yeah, fairly certain. Yeah, not 100, percent but yeah, no, it's oh man, it reminds me a lot of what a lot a lot of double IPAs do nowadays, yeah. which is they they bombard you with juiciness. Um, in fact, it reminds me of one we got. I don't think we featured it on the show, but the one that was like the double stripe gum one oh, yeah. that I got from yeah. picked up from Illuminated. It reminds me a lot of that beer just on the aroma, which that was a double IPA. This mm-hmm. one is not really a double. This is just no. a single hazy. Yeah. Just so a they did a fantastic IPA. job of getting that aroma like perfectly placed in the glass, to be honest. Yeah. And uh this has citra and mosaic in it as well. So okay. um just a you know a lot your, of your typical yeah. right now. Bright juicy. Mm. Um well, which tropical, is, which is not- interesting because I feel like this one comes off as more fruity than mm-hmm. it does, or juicy than it does citrusy. Which citra, yep. as the name suggests, always comes over citrus. So I, it's kind of interesting the way that, that that they did that. But yep. maybe the mosaic, which mosaic is one of those kind of like mediary hops that kind of just is more of a bittering hop than yep. it is actually a flavor hop. But yep. a lot of brews are using it nowadays. For- yeah. A, t- a ton. Um, have you have you gone in and take a sip, Chris? No, the aroma is just getting. Uh, I really love this yeah, aroma yeah. on this beer. This uh, is, it, it's growing on me even more. Well, you take a sip. I, I I picked this one up, Chris, because you know we've we've talked quite a bit about the fact that the southeast is is IPA forward, mm. right? Um, yeah. And and that if you don't have a good IPA, nobody nobody's going to care. Mm-hmm. Um, and up in Wisconsin, it's, it's very much kind of, uh, a newer, um, style for a lot of breweries. A lot of, a lot of breweries up there do the, the malt beers, um, you know, like your Ambers and your, your Stouts and, uh, Porters and a, a lot, lot of German, those, a lot of German styles, beers, yeah. even though Ambers aren't German, but I'm saying it's like, it's just, yeah, like, yeah I know and, what you mean. And I, and I picked this one up because, um, first off I, I wanted to drink it in the first place to try it. And then when I tried it, I knew I wanted to bring it back. Um, especially because we haven't really had any hazy IPAs from Wisconsin no, before. We have not. Um, so it's it good, really, really good test to see kind of. So know. when you got this, this was actually your first time having it. Not tonight, but I'm saying literally. Yeah, this was, yeah. Okay. This is the first time having okay. this beer. Um, and this beer has been around for a little bit. Um, it's it is one of their year round releases. Um, but there's a cool story behind it as well. Um, well, go ahead and dig in. What's the story? Because yeah. I feel like you're right. I knew you were excited about this beer, yeah. and we've had we just came off actually recently the. Uh, well, I'll let you tell me the story. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's the what's the story behind MVP? Sure. MVP was brewed in celebration of uh, Wisconsin sports having three MVP players that uh, recently have won. So we hold have on, hold Aaron. On, hold on, hold yeah, on. yeah, he's going to go Rogers, yep, Aaron Rodgers. That's the, that's the obvious one. So yep. how so? 
when did they first start making this beer? Um, I, I, I think like two years ago, three years ago, three years. Huh. Two. Two. I'm going to be two. humbled a little bit then. Maybe I don't remember. So I feel like Yelich is on that list as well. Yep. Christian, yeah. Chris, Christian Yelich yeah. is on that okay. list. And then the other one, I can't pronounce it. Giannis Atenticupa. Holy crap. I know my Wisconsin sports. I got it right. So we we got... I didn't mean to ruin it. I I was like, I I wanted to see if I knew it. Yeah. Rodgers, Yelich, and Atenticupa. All winning MVP within uh, a couple years of each other. Um, So this beer is in celebration of of all three of them winning winning their MVPs, um, which is cool. Um, Originally, it was just the first two. It was Yelich and and Tedekumbo. And then, obviously, Rodgers just finished his MVP season um, where he he won for the third time. That man, he's constantly always... God. He he strikes me as the type who... I don't know why you wouldn't, A, want him, like, on your team ever. Yeah. There's a few quarterbacks that I think, you know, this isn't now going to be an NFL podcast. But, yeah, yeah, there's a few quarterbacks that I will never... I'll always tell you, like, they're just good quarterbacks as much as I hate to say it. Like, yep. obviously, Brady, as much as we all hate to say yep. GOAT, right now he is. I mean, until yeah. until he retires, he's going to be. Aaron Rodgers is probably next up, in my opinion, yeah. in, in terms of just a, a given. Then yeah. you got Russell Wilson, of course, on that list as well. There's there's a few that... Pat Mahomes, I think, yeah, is getting Pat up Mahomes there. Yeah, working his way. Yeah. It's just interesting to me that, like, we've got this whole, like, pecking order of who are the current ones. And, like, mm-hmm. obviously, Peyton was until he, yeah. he, you know, he was the one before Brady that no matter... I don't care if Brady had more rings or not. Yeah. Peyton was the GOAT until he wasn't. So. Yeah. It, but I, I agree. Like, Rodgers, I think he's actually carried me to my only two... Um, fantasy wins. Fantasy win <laughs> nice. championships. So nice. I maybe that's why I have a soft spot for Rogers, of yeah. course. But uh, but yeah, I yeah. that's that's a fantastic name. I love that. I mean, and to follow it up with, how long ago was it that Green Bay was Title Town? They were t- they they were named Title Town at yeah. one point in time here in the in the recent past. Yeah, I mean, past, so. still technically, even I know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh-huh. I feel like if if you're from that area or root for Green Bay, you're always going to refer to it as Title Town, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, it's it's technically considered Title Town. Um, Which I will say this: thankfully, y'all have more of a right to that name than than Dallas tries to say that they yeah, have a right yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Plus, we were one of the original six teams, so you yep. can't really fight with that either. You um, cannot fight with that. Yeah. But um, but cool name for sure. It's, yeah, you're right. We can't say the same here in Atlanta. That's yeah. that's for sure. So. Yeah, but we, you know, we, you know, with with news uh, coming out as it is, uh, we don't know if Rogers is going to be there at uh, at the time of Which recording. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna throw slide at you know, or throw shade at at Green Bay. I mean, I get it that there's. I mean, the man wants. I'm. Uh, is it money? What was it this time? It it, it boils down to a, a few things for me. So, it, it, the Jordan Love pick last year in the draft was a kind of a slap okay. in the face because they, they didn't really give him any heads up, even yeah. if it was just a simple, "Hey, by the way, we're gonna draft a quarterback." Not saying that we're replacing you. Just need to kind of draft a quarterback at some point. So, uh, we're and gonna. Aaron Rodgers is prone to weird injuries. It, mid- yeah, a and, few. Yeah, I mean, he's had. At least what two seasons where he's sat out a majority of the games of the season, unfortunately, yep. and that and broken so, collarbone. So anyway, and, uh, so I, I yeah. okay, I see it. Um, so didn't get a heads up there. Um, and uh, they they continually will not commit to him long term, mm-hmm. like on a long term basis. Like we're talking, give him a five six year deal, right? Uh, to let him finish his career, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah let him um, finish his career. In Green and, Day. and he asked for asked for a new contract extension. Um, to to ask them to basically take him long term, and they just were like, no. 
and then mm. he, you know, he got upset about it. Um, which I would, I, I think there's, uh, on both sides, I think there's some fault, right? Um, but ultimately, it comes down to the fact that why would you ever let Rogers go? Just yeah. make the man happy. Which is the way I, the way I look at it from an outsider perspective. Of course, I'm sitting here thinking Matt Ryan's going to win the Super Bowl at some point <laughs> in time. But you know, whatever. We'll just we'll, we can dream a little more. Yeah. yeah. It's it, yeah, it's an interesting approach, and I think that you know one thing we can all agree on. Well, two things we can all agree on is that Aaron Rodgers brings a fantastic um, element to the game. Yeah, you can always rely on him. Even his worst games are still not nearly as bad as some of the other quarterbacks. Which whiskey agrees with that one. Yeah, he, he, he wants to be held at sometimes. But um, but also, I mean, hey, what's NFL good for? But it gives us something to drink to on, on yeah, Sundays. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And hey, which the only thing I do, which now I said that about Aaron Rodgers. He's a Bud Light drinker, which, first of all, yep. I still remember the video that came out a few months yeah, ago yeah. of him in the back of the truck. What's he doing drinking A, Bud Light, and B, Bud Light in Milwaukee or in Green Bay? Come on. I don't know, man. I know. That's, That's I'm, like, I'm just uh, like, ah, it doesn't, whatever. It doesn't look good from a, come on. Anyway, from a beer perspective, Aaron, Aaron, yeah. Aaron you, can, you can drink some better beer than that. That's yeah, call, call us. We, we can Such make as, some re- we got a good recommendations. One for you. Yeah. Well, uh, and this one's for well, you too. I was gonna so say we'll just... roll this one back into this beer we're drinking. Yeah. That we'll call that beer, or we'll call that beer news. Yeah, it yeah. was related because Aaron Rodgers drinks beer clearly, and this beer was for him too. Exactly, so, so it's all related. So yeah, um, but no, th- so uh, super cool story, obviously with the beer itself. Yeah, it's obviously got a great name. Um, and I'll the M K E M V P. It's literally yeah. a, just a bunch of letters. But yeah, it actually means so much. So. Yeah, it does. Um. Yeah, no. So the the beer is obviously super good. Yeah. It's it's interesting because again, I'm gonna go back to something I said kind of like the Sherbert and Ernie, which mm-hmm. is that for a hazy IPA, it still holds a little bit more of like a bitter element to it that reminds me of almost like a West Coast style. Yeah. Which I think is okay because I feel like the need to differentiate between the two is 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 kind of unnecessary at times. And I think that they made a a fantastic beer that yeah eh, like i said it's not as hazy as some of the other ones you see but i think that's okay because the style is very it's very dry hop heavy which i think is one of the, the underlying elements you have to have yeah and i th- and i think with 60 ibu i think it i think it lends itself to be a little bit more hop forward you said than 60 60 than uh than a lot uh other other uh new england's that you see that are very juicy right yeah. um uh, well, it, you still get some juice it's just just a reminder very too, a lot of new england's i feel like are also low ibu mm-hmm. it just perceived higher because Correct. of the fact that it's it's a lot of hops but a lot of those hops are so late that they don't really lend much bitterness yeah. so the fact that that one has 60 ibu <laughs> tells me um that it really is kind of like a you know in a way it's it's meant to be brewed as like a a, an IPA that is both hazy and it's New England-ish, yep. but it's also West Coast and the fact that it's super bitter, which I think honestly is kind of the root of the IPA. Like, make beer. It's it, Alcohol was an accident to begin with. I'm yeah. certain of it. And so, make good beer. Um, this one's hazy. It kind of reminds me of what it should look like in a glass anyway. So. For sure. Uh, let's go the, ahead and talk about the bottle. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 12-ounce uh, brown bottle. Uh, we got a half label on the front um, and a turtleneck, Chris. A full turtleneck. And and that turtleneck, not only is it a, yeah, this is the most real turtleneck I've ever seen on it, yeah. which might be my mistake, who knows, but it's like fully like, it's up, uh, on, it's up on the, it's up on the neck, yeah. but, um, the no, no distinguishing or no, uh, muddling what type of beer this is for yeah. sure. Cause it's big white letters on that blue and orange. Yeah. And, and they typically do the, from what I remember, the, uh, the higher, uh, six pack cardboard, uh, carriers, okay. um, a little bit. So that, that kind of helps, I think. 
you know, identify itself uh, a little bit more um, with with having those uh, the little neckers at the top. Um, little it says, neckers. Yeah. <laughs> Hazy IPA and, and big white text. Uh, but the main colors here are uh, blue, kind of a gold yellow uh, ish and then uh, black and white here as well. But on the main label, it says that's local flavor. Um, which is in like in a, a cursive kind of uh, script kind of font, um, and then we got a the the classic MKE uh, Brewing he- uh, hexagon. hexagon. Yeah, um, hexagon. I'd say. Uh, and then uh, MKE MVP is in uh, block letters, uh, blue, and then outlined with white and white and black outline, uh, hazy IPA, and then their MKE uh, hexagon logo with MKE in the middle um, at the bottom. It's one of the most generic labels really if you like that we've had on the show for sure but in this case i feel like it works because yeah. i mean it's meant to be to the point i mean not only is which by the way i always forget i when you look them up on untapped they do go by milwaukee brewing correct they just go by the i'm calling it the airport code yeah. but it's MKE. not obviously it's just the mke that's the that's the code for the city so um it has that classic milwaukee brewing um like it works because of the way this, this the name of this beer and everything it's very simplistic in a way i mean there's I don't know. Yeah, I like it. You, there's no, like I said, there's no muddling words. You, you know exactly what you're getting with this beer. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it's MVP. There's always, anytime there's like an MVP trophy, it's never like cursive or anything. It's yeah. obviously always like MVP. MVP. Like it's meant, to, you're meant to know what it is. It's like a big stamp of approval. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, a, a lot of their branding is uh, the colored background with the hexagon um, that they mm-hmm. typically use with the with the beer name in the middle and and the MKE and the hexagon at the bottom. So yeah, um, I do remember and, that now with Louis Demise as I'm actually looking at it on. Yeah, it's interesting because this one Louis Demise actually has a circle, but I do feel like when we had it, it was actually a some of some of yeah. them have a circle, some of them have the hexagon. Um, but it, fun fun thing though too, Chris. Uh, fun fact. All of them have uh, have neckers, so that's cool. That's a thing. But, I mean, we have talked about the fact that a lot of these Wisconsin brews do seem to go for the bottle, which, hey, before yep. COVID was appreciated, or post-COVID was appreciated because cans were hard to come by. So yep. the fact that those breweries were already up and running weren't I, – I don't want to say weren't trying to make the transition to cans, but just bottles are such a nature and such a culture of what beer was yep. coming out of the north. Yeah. Um, the north, sorry. Uh, then literally – it made sense. I mean, it's which I'm looking at these bottles, but yeah, it was kind of made sense that they were already in bottles. Like there's no, there wasn't much of a change. Yeah. But there's also something you see too, which the two little different color bottles. difference, yeah. well, a little color difference, but a little lower. Have you ever noticed this? Yeah. 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 The, um, the, the fifth slope. ward, the fifth ward one is actually a little bit lower mm-hmm. than the break in the bottle itself yep. where it kind of goes up to the neck. So, um, yeah, no super cool beer. Uh, so yeah, Milwaukee brewing is not down here. Are they? Um, no, uh, they are not, um, I didn't think so. not, not that I, what not is up with I've Wisconsin? Seen. They got to get some of these good brews. It can't just be untitled art. Don't get me wrong. Like, I uh, know obviously untitled art, like, cool stuff, but so Lakefront has been down here before we've seen some of their, okay. uh, they have like the gluten free yep. beers that they've, they've distributed yep. kind of, I think nationwide. Um, cause not a lot of places make those. Um, yeah. so they, they're down here a little bit untitled art. Um, we've seen Ale Asylum down here. Okay. Um, That's remember, because you got uh, yep, you got up. fuck COVID, um, <laughs> yep. which was one of their beers. Um, you can say it because this is the name of the beer. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll still keep that clean reading. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, hopefully, um, it, you know, and it could also have a lot to do with uh, Georgia laws as well. That maybe they just don't even want to send them down here because 
you know, there's more laws that they got to follow and and uh, things they got to do. So there knows? is, and you know, the thing about getting beer is that they have to when you distribute it out of state. I imagine you also have to the distributor still has to figure out. Like for example, if they brought some of this beer down here, they would have to figure out where they want to put it. Like mm-hmm. obviously, I've heard stories recently with you know some of the beers coming from out of state ending up in like Macon, and there's yeah. a lot of and and. And it intrigues me because I'm just like, how they decide to like bring a lot more to like Macon than they did to Atlanta? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as a distributor, then you have to make a lot of hard decisions because you don't know how beer is going to sell and like you don't know what you don't know. And so yep. you might be a whole six to eight months behind in getting beer to areas where they want it because mm-hmm. you didn't even know that, hey, Atlanta really wanted some Milwaukee brewing yeah. um, because you, we had no indications that they wanted it. So yeah. um, it's an interesting, you know, interesting one. Obviously we had a chance that we're over at a uh, fire maker. Elliot, I'm sure has some great thoughts on this yeah. one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've, but yeah, no, I think that I would love to see some of these beers we're getting to try on the show from Wisconsin. I would love to see them down here. Yeah. Cause I guess the one thing I'm missing is that, you know, yeah, we've only got a few that yeah. I'm aware of. So yeah, it would be good. Uh, final thoughts on this beer, Chris. So final thoughts um, are that, it's one of those beers that I would definitely try. Actually, yes, 100%. Like, if I were in a restaurant, I would get it because I'm like, I'm always going to try something different, yep. especially if I knew any inkling of what the name was. I'd yep. be like, that's a cool beer. Um, the beer itself is good. It's 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 unlike the first one, which I felt sherbet and Ernie, and it was different. That was a milkshake IPA, mm-hmm. mind you, and I, love, I do like Hazy's more still. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that one maybe did a slightly better job of kind of meshing the two styles a little bit. This one is, it's a hazy IPA, but in my opinion, like they can still make it a little bit better. Sure. Um, so good beer. So I'm going to say 3.5. Okay. Yeah. I know I gave the first one 3.5, so I yeah. guess it would make sense that yeah. I gave that, that wouldn't give this one higher, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, 3.5. Um, for me, uh, I think the, I'm going to go four only for the fact that for me, uh, growing up in Wisconsin, um, and really drinking a lot of the beer there, uh, this kind of fits into, uh, the IPA style that people in Wisconsin have started to enjoy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's more of just a, just a traditional IPA. Um, it's not really kind of, yes, it is hazy, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a it's an IPA. It's just a regular kind of uh, American style IPA. Um, and I, I think, think that's a good way to describe it. It, it is a very American style IPA. Like, yeah, this is yeah. And and they didn't like overdo it with anything in particular. I I think it's a I think it's a pretty good pretty good beer. I love the the name and the and the the purpose of the beer. I think that that's super cool <laughs> to celebrate. Homer, um, of course you do. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing too is is uh, even if it. It, let's say if it was Atlanta and I'm yeah. not an Atlanta sports I've fan. I've seen there's there's been it, some it's Atlanta still cool ones before, right, obviously. So I'm it, it, three different sports all having MVPs within a couple of years of each other. I think uh, it's cool, super cool when breweries within within trademark specifications can basically color inside the lines yeah. and not you know not not go against any violations, but still obviously pay homage to their, yeah. their city obviously there's a bunch in atlanta that, yeah. do that i'm very familiar with that we don't have any championship we don't have as many mvps to, sure. to speak of per sure. se but um but yeah no i i think it's they did a good obviously job with this beer so well cheers to uh milwaukee brewing and uh mvp and mke mvp cheers, cheers. Oh. one more
Thank you for joining us on this episode of Multi Goodness. Remember, you can stay up to date with all things Multi Goodness at our website, multigoodness.com, or on Facebook at Multi Goodness, or on Instagram at Multi Goodness Podcast. Uh, remember, we have a contact form if you want to reach out to us. You can say, hey, uh, or let us know what beer you're drinking, or uh, tell us we suck. I don't, it, you know, you could. Go, go ahead if you want to. Um, but that's what it's there for. Um, and so you can reach out to us and, and uh, give us a little feedback. Um, you can also reach out to us on all social platforms as well. Um, and you can also consult the beer list if you want to see everything we've ever had on the show or, uh, you know, break it down by state or, uh, you know, see if we're missing a few things and let us know if we're missing be our, something. Be our there. local statistician. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, uh, this I think this was a great Wisconsin episode um, and we do them quite frequently, but I think this one was uh, uh, very delicious um, on all fronts. Um, but before we wrap up, Chris, any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, anyone from Wisconsin listening to this episode, I've seen that Summerfest list. There's some good acts yeah. this year. I'm not going to Three weekends. Yeah, I was about to say, there's some There's some good shows. Looks like they're actually going to have it this year. So yeah. get out to Summerfest. Do it. I'm just, do it for me. Cause yeah, I'm do it for me. Because I'm not probably going to get to go. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers. Cheers.